0: Your urban international station
1: from around the way, WFNK, all day.
2: Hey, this is your girl, Marette Brown Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna.
3: Anybody in here blessed? Yo, 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 Rogers Anybody in here blessed? I'm
4: blessed.
3: Anybody in here
4: blessed? I'm blessed.
5: phone, text your people, they should get All the problems and your knees if you just a Lawyer, doctor, anything if you just You got some questions about some things you just You a king, be the king, you just Got proper comfort for the queens if they Live in favor, see the dream if get, you get your phone, text your people, they should When so you're in the shadows by yourself You just underwater and not reaching out for help Whoa. Only wave you can't get over is your own That's who now me blocking passage to the throne don't die and worry how you gettin' home Preparation isolated and alone Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah Any type of music that'll move you And we don't really care what you doing, we just walk up in the room like Is anybody in
3: here blessed? Is anybody in here blessed? Is
4: anybody in here blessed? I'm blessed Text your
5: people, they should ask Christ All the problems and your knees if you just ask Christ your lawyer, doctor, anything if you just ask Christ You got some questions about some things, you just ask Christ You a king, he the king, you just ask Christ A proper comfort for the queens if they ask nice Live in favor, see the dream if you ask Christ so Get your phone, text your people, they should ask so you're in the shadows by yourself You just underwater and not reaching out for help Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own That tsunami blocking passage to the throne Don't die and worry how you getting home Preparation isolated and alone Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah Any type of music that'll move you And we don't really care what you're doing We just walk up in the room like Is
3: anybody in here blessed?
4: I'm blessed I'm blessed.
5: Feel you're in the shadows by yourself. You just underwater and not reaching out for help. Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own. That tsunami blocking passage to the throne. Phone die and worry how you getting home. Preparation isolated and alone. Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah. Any type of music that'll move
4: I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Which is what you feel like last? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed.
5: God is good. It's true, just like the statement, Lord, the sky's blue.
2: All right, all right. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So tonight, we have an exciting show coming up. I'm going to be talking about Mr. Brandon Blackwood. Um, He has the literal, like, cult favorite handbag line that has just kind of heated up our African-American household. So he... um. When did Brandon Blackwood come out? He came out, I want to say, I don't even know. I want to say like 2019 or so. And um, he has just risen to the top very, very quickly. I think in the culture of... Um, supporting black and buying black, I think that has really been very helpful But the quality of his bags, the accessibility also, um, just like the feel and just, you know, being able to support a black man has been, um, Really fantastic for us. Like, we love it. Um, So he's talking a little bit about his success. You probably have seen his bags just about everywhere. Um, The tagline is, is that a Brandon Blackwood? So he's talking about scaling his handbag business, working with Sweetie, and where he finds some inspiration. I'm also going to be talking about Miss Gabrielle Union. Um, She has been in our headlines a couple of times uh, within the past couple weeks, she just released a new memoir um, where she is just kind of getting candid about a lot of things. Um, she speaks freely about Dwayne Wade, her husband. Um, if anybody is not familiar, she, um, I want to say back in like 2015, 2016, um, he actually had an intramarital baby. Um, and, um, you know, that situation is something that she has been open about and, and is talking about now. And one of the things she said is the woman that she is today wouldn't have stayed with him. Um, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about that. And I think that I have a little bit of a sound bite just on, um, you know, us kind of looking on situations on the outside and thinking that we know things and, 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 you know, passing our judgments or passing our opinions on certain situations and, um, you know, really, um, understanding what a forgiveness looks like, what a love looks like, um, what, what marriages and, and things like that. Um, she also talks about her surrogacy journey. So if anybody doesn't know, they have a, they just had a daughter. She's a toddler now. She's not like newborn. Um, Kavaya James. Um, they had that baby through surrogacy and Gabrielle Union has been pretty open about her difficulties in getting pregnant, her difficulties within that journey, having to go through, um, in vitro fertilization um those eggs not planting and it not being successful um and you know just her journey to getting to and being okay with surrogacy because I think a lot of people kind of look at that and think oh you're going the easy way out and things like that but I can say as a mother, there really is nothing like, um, feeling those kicks and feeling those flutters and, and, and getting to, to see that heartbeat and see those 10 fingers and feet grow. And I think that there might be a little bit of, um, an emptiness and not necessarily getting to do that on your own. So while, you know, the general mother might look and say, well, no girl, you lucky. Um, That girl saying, you know, I I also wish I had that. So sometimes we look at things and we're like, you definitely got it easier. But the grass is not always greener on the other side. So she's talking a little bit about, you know, her journey. Um, So I'll chat a little bit about that. I do want to talk about Facebook. Facebook is going on to pay $100 million worth of unpaid invoices for Black-owned businesses. That is fire. I obviously have to mention that Kiki Palmer admits being famous at a young age traumatized her. Again, like I think... um We see things, we want a life, we want a certain lifestyle, we think we want a certain lifestyle, our flesh wants a certain lifestyle, and um, we don't realize sometimes the heartache and the difficulty that comes ladled with uh, certain battles, certain journeys, and certain successes. I'm also going to be talking about some black mental health apps, as well as some books and podcasts on healing. As the seasons get ready to change, some of us are transitioning back into work, into our, I'm not going to call it normal, because there's nothing normal going back to what was um, 2020. But, you know, kind of getting back to um, a semi-normal hustle and bustle, um, I think that, you know, some of us are doing a, a bit of a transition. Um, And for people with families, it's a transition for multiple people. So I'll definitely talk about that and give you some resources there. I also want to share some information on the devastation happening with the um, Haitian people that I'm sure a lot of us have also seen. Um, So they have experienced a good number of devastation within their country in the past month. And, um, you know, I think it's almost like beating a dead horse and you get tired of talking about certain things. But I, um, you know, watch the stark difference in treatment of brown people versus the treatment of others and, um... You know, I definitely want to share some resources, want to find some resources. So if anybody knows, make sure you are following me on Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show, to share some because um, sometimes it is not the moment to sit idly by. Um, and last but not least, I want to talk about Jeannie Mai. Jeannie Mai is the hmm, she's a talk show host for The Real. And she recently got married to rapper Young Jeezy Jeezy the Snowman. I might have dated myself just now. Um, They recently announced that they are pregnant. The reason why I want to talk about this is because if you are familiar at all just with that timeline, with that relationship, Jeannie Mai on The Real had been very open about her struggles with her then husband. So she's recently divorced and, and just got married again. Um, her and her husband got divorced because her husband wanted children and she did not. So, of course, social media and people have lots of things to say in regards to that. But I wanted to take a fresh perspective on it. And do somewhat of a faithful moment around it. Because I think that... Um, We look and we say that, you know, um, there's a time and place and a season for everything. And and some people just bring certain things out of you. (laughs) Some people just um, cause you to want to really push forward to your purpose and and live the life that you, you didn't know you wanted to live. A life that might be more blossoming and purposeful and flourishing for you. And there might have been somebody that God wanted to place in your life to do a thing, to rise up a thing in you. And you might have been dealing with certain situations that were not conducive to what he was trying to do. So I'll do that. I'm going to do that. I'm not going to give away too much. But we have a super exciting show coming up tonight on Faith and Fashion 360. So get into some music and we'll be right back.
0: i your name is Chris
6: Having conversation But they were saying stuff That I couldn't understand Then All of a sudden It felt like I understood something I've missed my whole life For the first time I was wearing your shoes For the first time I was hearing your views Uh I never knew how complicated Life is when you feel so isolated And I know we don't speak much Cause when talking got hard All I ever did was Throw the piece up My big sister Grace I'm sorry I never learned a sign Uh even though you were born deaf, I pray you forgive me for the years I live blind. Uh.
0: Sometimes the words aren't enough so let me show ya
2: It's Jacinth Headlum and you are listening to WFNK all day. All right. All right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brandon Fosu. And we are live here at WFNK Radio. So Brandon Blackwood talks scaling his handbag business working with Sweetie and where he finds inspiration. Brandon Blackwood is building a handbag empire. After trademarking his name and launching his handbag collection in 2015, Blackwood, who was born and is currently based in Brooklyn, has since received attention and praise from celebrities and major publications alike. Early in his career, Academy Award winner Lupita Nyong'o wore one of his bags, but after launching his End Systemic Racism Tote, which Kim Kardashian wore in October of 2020, he gained significant buzz. After initially launching 500 bags and selling out in two hours, he expanded the tote line into 37 other colors and materials, helping the brand gain $3 million in revenue that same year. Blackwood later um, was tapped by Sweetie for her fast motion music video, which featured several products from her favorite black owned brands. She circled back around to collaborate with him on a handbag that she held a giveaway for to celebrate the Sweetie McDonald's meal. Although he received negative backlash earlier this year for some poorly constructed bags, Blackwood addressed the matter in an Instagram Live, saying that the brand is scaling very quickly, which can lead to some mishaps. Since then, he continued to drop products and has gained the trust of celebrities including Normani, Doja Cat, Winnie Harlow, and more, working with them on his social campaigns. With a backdrop of colorful bags lined up on a wall, um, Blackwood is definitely taking up space, especially for Black designers. Um, And he talks about how it's important for us to take risks and represent in all spaces. Um, He talks a little bit basically about um, being influenced by different aesthetics that we see daily. And he said that he was actually able to really hone that into developing his brand. He said, I feel like my aesthetic has always surrounded modernity, but with functionality. I think the bags I make should be functional. I don't have anything that really doesn't serve a purpose. But in terms of that aesthetic, when I first started, I just referenced things like my girlfriends, my family, and what they were wearing, what they would wear on the weekends versus what they would wear to work. And I tried to make something that worked for all of those things. I think as my customer base got larger, you see the tag photos, you see the Instagram stories, you see how everyone's styling them. And my customers literally helped mold the brand and mold my ideas. I never would make an orange bag before. And now burnt orange is one of my favorite colors. Like aqua blue suede, that rich kind of blue. I never touched it before until everyone was like, you need to make this. And I would start making them. Um... He also talks about um, the brand gaining exposure and how the celebrity campaign that he released um, kind of helped with that he said that the brand was already doing really well and everything was blowing up so he said that he wanted to post collections and do a regular presentation uh, but he didn't feel that that was impactful I wanted to find a way to get everybody whose work or aesthetics or visuals I love in one place and I wanted to get a cast that really represented the Brandon Blackwood world or aesthetic that I was trying to go for and that's where it happened let's get a bunch of people on board and whoever says yes says yes and it's crazy because everyone we asked said yes when holly berry said that she was going to do it i couldn't believe it and he also had doja cat normani joan collins um and a bunch of different icons as well as influencers um he also spoke about you know kind of the the social media world so i'll i'll pause there just a little bit (laughs) He had done this Instagram live where, and I just, this is something that I never truly understood. I have ordered things. There's not a lot of things. That's just not where I feel like my money's about to go. But I have ordered things from higher end designers, higher end brands, and they have made mistakes. And I had to either decide I was going to return it. Maybe order another one because I really like that piece. But I never took to social media to say, yo, coach, trash. Steve Madden, trash. Like, we are so quick to do this. To black creatives and black, or just small businesses in general. Um, and it's weird to me. It's weird that all of a sudden our grace and understanding, like, literally fly out of the window when something is wrong in that aspect. Knowing that this is a small business, yeah, he he scaled very quickly, but it's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Congratulations, um, this is wrong. We're so quick to do that, and um, the the grace and the understanding literally is non-existent sometimes. I had a situation. And I um I hadn't I I haven't been like too open about it, but I had a situation where somebody had ordered something from Bella and Co Beauty. If you're not familiar, Bella and Co Beauty is my beauty and cosmetics brand. I sell uh, makeup brushes. It's like pretty much anything for your makeup bag. So I had somebody order one of my newer items, and the newer item has like multiple items within it. The Um, the options clearly list that like you could either get this piece together or just like by itself customer went and purchased it like they they didn't want to purchase it the way that they purchased it (laughs) number one the price fluctuates as you kind of make the choice but anyway somehow that became my fault And, you know, I really sat and I tried to figure out, is there something that I could have done differently? And I think that, you know, as you grow and as you scale your business, it's very important to kind of take those critiques and and figure out how you can get better. Um, But I felt in that moment because of that error, because of that miscommunication, because of not reading, you know, just a couple of things I think happened. I lost a customer. I feel like I lost a customer at that time. Um, And that kind of sucks. Because I think that we completely forget the human kind of running and functioning behind that logo and behind that brand aesthetic. And we say, um, you know, you're supposed to have it all together. Do you know how many times Amazon has lost my package? But I order from Amazon at least twice a week. You know how many times my 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 stuff has been running late? You know how many times UPS has like, you know, delayed one of my Bella & Co. beauty packages that I sent out, but I still use them. These things happen and it's just like, it's just crazy. So, you know, he just kind of talks about, um, you know, kind of scaling on social media, how that's been great, how that's been, um, challenging for him also. And, um, you know, he just talks about how he never wants to get comfortable. His bags are currently sold in sacks. Um, and he is just, just scaling really, really quickly. Um, you can go on brandonblackwood.com for those bags. There is the afterpay layaway option. Y'all I'm trying to tell you, um, and, um, he's just, he just, he really is just doing like some fantastic things. He has really good marketing. He's worked with some super dope people. His bags are affordable. Like, I'm not gonna say that they're super, um, you know they're, they're not a super high price tag and um from what i've heard they are worth it i have not been able to get my hands on the ones that i need to but i definitely feel like he is doing it with the supply and demand. so shouts to brandon blackwood make sure you check that out again the afterpay option is real so you're here with me at faith and fashion 360 get into some music and we'll be right back
1: You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery, in oceans deep, my faith will stand. Keep my eyes above the waves When oceans rise My soul will rest in your embrace
0: I am yours And you and Google Play for all of that.
2: All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna. on and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So when you think of, like, a black actor, like, household name, I feel like we definitely think of Gabrielle Union. If you think about just, like, the feel-good black movies that you watched, um deliver us from Eva, and bring it on, being Mary Jane. Like, she just has been pretty much everywhere. Um, through avenues like social media and her first book, We're Going to Need More Wine, Gabrielle has shared her highs and lows, life-changing moments, and more. Now, in her latest novel, You Got Anything Stronger, she continues to let audience into other intimate details of her life, including her journey to motherhood. In 2018, Gabrielle Union welcomed her first child via surrogate. After publicly sharing her issues with fertility, many of us felt a sigh of relief and genuine happiness from the announcement. However, in her latest memoir, she shares the complete truth behind what we saw online. Yes, she was excited, but there's a lot more to the story. From questioning the validity of her motherhood to healing after her now husband's break baby years before, she details her surrogacy journey. Unfortunately, a lot of us have dealt with the fallout of infidelity. The feeling of deceit and hurt is indescribable, but for most of us, we're able to heal privately. She did not necessarily get that opportunity. Obviously, as a prominent star, it was different for her. And having millions of people aware of your situation while you're still processing the intensity of the pain. She wrote, The experience of Duane having a baby so easily, while I was unable to, left my soul not just broken into pieces, but shattered into fine dust scattering in the wind. According to studies, black women are almost twice as likely to experience infertility than white women. Gabrielle Union is no different. She suffered what she describes as more miscarriages than she could confidently count, and an agnomonasis diagnosis, frequent pain and heavy bleeding that it's associated with poor pregnancy outcomes. She knew something had to shift, but when her doctor recommended surrogacy, Union was determined to find another outcome. This resulted in multiple IVF cycles and losses. She was even willing to, pr- to try Lupron, a drug that had only a 30% success rate and dire side effects. Why was I so willing to risk myself for a chance? There was another way for me to bring my baby into the world and have my health. Why was it so hard for me to make peace with that? This decision led to initial insecurity meeting the surrogate, feeling the grief of prior miscarriages and ultimately a complex sea of emotions and gratitude for Kavaya's birth. If I'm telling the fullness of our stories, of our three lives together, I must tell the truth I live with. And I have learned that you can be honest and loving at the same time. Um, I think this part is interesting because um, there are a lot like, you know, I was talking here last week about. Just kind of the different things that that manifest and happen to women's bodies after they give birth, during growing a child, before getting pregnant. Like, it's just a whole thing. Um, It actually is not known, but you can actually suffer from postpartum depression up to three years after giving birth. Like, it really be that serious, And, um, you know, there are just a lot of things that happen for a woman within what is also the joy of childbirth. Right. So um, somebody might look and say, I think I would love a surrogate like if I had the money, I would do it. But then you look at somebody who is yearning and wanted, like I think, you know, a lot of times within our lives, there are things that we want and there are things that we yearn for and there are things that have been um, placed in us, what we think so easily, like they just come to us naturally as somebody else would die for, like they would literally give their left toe to have that thing. And it's things we complain about. It's things that we um, kind of take for granted a little bit. So I look at this situation and I look and I think about, you know, the different mothers that I know who who had the swollen ankles, who were going through the hot flashes, who lost the patches of hair and said, yo, I, I would for sure go go with a surrogate. <clears throat> But you look at somebody who, who really um, wanted to experience the fullness of that. And um, it, it really just makes you grateful. Um, she also talked about why the woman she is today would not have stayed with Dwayne Wade. Um, she, you know, talks a little bit about, you know, kind of the comparison between like the first book to the second, you know, she said with the first book, there were a lot of chapters I left out because I knew I wasn't ready to face the public and have meaningful, impactful conversations about those chapters with this book. I needed to be ready. If I was going to put it in there, if I'm going to really stand in my truth, I need to be emotionally, spiritually, financially prepared for what may come in all of the possibilities. One of the chapters in the new memoir, um, were struck by was the first loved even as a thought in which union addressed the son, her now husband, Dwayne Wade had with another woman in 2013 while they were separated. She writes the me of today would not have stayed with him, but would I be who I am now without that pain, that fiery explosion that created life and light. The advice I would give myself now would be to leave. You don't have to do this. You don't think you have an option, but you do save yourself. Um, She said, who I am, the healing that I fought for, the peace that I have fought for, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. That's not what happened. But there is wisdom from perspective and time. And therapy and personal evolution and accountability that changes things one of the things I learned about giving advice is don't take advice from anyone about anything that they haven't succeeded at home right there because people be having a lot of opinions people be having a lot of things to say meanwhile 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 I'm be a little shady you sitting up in the house with your baby daddy and y'all only got the one kid together y'all got three kids and they all the same age and I don't and again I don't say that to be shady but I think that it's very easy for us to judge someone else's life because it's public it's easy for us to judge someone else's existence it's easy for us to say well you should do this that and the other thing with your business you should do this that and the other thing in your relationship when you would not be able to do anything that I'm doing. There was this really funny um, soundbite that Simone Biles did just kind of in reaction to all of the mental health decisions that she made surrounding the Olympics this year, where she was like, I can't hear you over my seven medals. It might be more than seven. I might've said that wrong. But People have a lot to say in regards to how you should run your business, about the things you should talk about on your radio show, about the way that you should should run your brand. And unless this is somebody who is getting paid for that work, you are not required to take heed to any of that advice. Because guess what? They do not know. I am all open for critique. I'm all open to like some sound suggestion But sometimes people be talking about stuff and don't even know how to type in a website on a computer. So, you know, I'll definitely post the article so you guys can, you know, watch um, and listen to, you know, the rest of these things. Go ahead and purchase that book. But I think that there really is such a strength in being vulnerable and being transparent. And that little thing in the back of your head where you're feeling like, okay, somebody's going to judge me off of this. I guarantee you, they would never be able to do and get through the storm that you've gotten through. So take heed and be encouraged in that, if not that alone. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back.
0: This that new Kiki exclusive, y'all. Hot, fire, Let's go. I did it on for the fire.
7: I'm over the pain if I
2: And you're listening to WFNK all
8: day I've been messed up yeah. Stressed out with no luck yeah. But every time I wake up yeah. I get a chance to wake up yeah. Thank God I got a chance to wake up Wake up Another day that get my kick off Wake up,
9: wake up, uh. wake up, little slick, get up, out of bed. You was like a couple steps away from being out of here. Thank you. For- for my granny press. Thank you for my partner now I thought I was finished, yeah Jesus told me start again I would party sundown down day's end Making money that I can't spend I had to fail a failing marriage and some fake friends I had to doubt my doubts and let faith in Was broken God done brought me out like I was Moses I'm chosen Woke up Sunday morning feeling focused Funny acting Swipe left, yeah That's on mamas Always capping Swipe left, yeah No more drama, mm-mm you bless. Last night was a mess, uh, God just hit refresh I've been
8: messed up, stressed out with no luck But every time I wake up, I get a chance to wake up Thank God I got a chance to wake up, wake up Another day that get my Wake up,
9: wake up. Wow. Up in a new Diablo. Father treats me like I'm Pablo. Sunday service on the front stoop with a cup of tea in a condo Tony Evers kicking convo, walking me through my storm. And I ain't grew up hearing gospel, but I got it playing this morning. I done been through this a time or two. I keep going back, but now I'm finally through. I'm like, if I was God, I'd be tired of you. But He be open arms like He desire you. I'm like, wow. Smoking, sipping, slipping. Thought I lost my grip, and wow. Pulled me back and told me I'm forgiven. I
8: woke up Sunday morning, wait up for my. I had to remind myself that every day I'm blessed Cause every time I wake up, I get a chance to wake up Thank God I got a chance to wake up
6: Seasons change the color so quickly It's hard to keep up with the leaves Cause everybody leaves On my birthday Kobe, Gigi and seven souls remind me That the tree of life is so uncertain And tomorrow has unpredictabilities As colorful as the smiles that took off that day May that Sunday morning resonate past trophies and trinkets In the ongoing pursuit of more To sober us with the humbling truth My life and your life It's just a vapor And if what you see is all you see Then you do not see All the rest to be seen
5: Quickly We leave
2: all right all right we are back here faith and fashion 360 this is your host brandon foso we are live here at wfnk radio i just want to know when do the allergies end i mean i i mean it's just like all year round guys good lord Jesus be it, Claritin. Uh, Kiki Palmer admits being famous at a young age traumatized her. Kiki Palmer is easily one of our favorites. tell-it-like-it-is celebrities. From her up-and-close personal revelation of her battle with adult acne to giving it to you straight and no chaser, her commitment to being unapologetic in telling her truth that draws other to the light that she has. Um... But just because Kiki has gotten to a place where she is celebratory of her truths, the good and the bad, doesn't mean that she didn't at one time struggle. By the age of 15, Kiki had experienced runaway success after her breakthrough role in the film *Aquila and the Bee, subsequent film and television roles in a debut album So Uncool. And by 2008, Kiki was one of the highest paid child stars on TV, earning a cool $20,000 per episode of her hit Nickelodeon show, True Jackson, V.P. However, her accomplishments didn't stop her from experiencing trauma. In fact, it made it worse. In a conversation with Chromebook for their uh, The Adulthood series, the Virgo Tendency songstress revealed, when I was about 17, things started to get really, really crazy success-wise and it really just switched the dynamics of my family. They didn't really understand the trauma I was going through when it came to being famous. I was thinking about getting emancipated and I had a conversation with my attorney, and he said, You know, you don't have to do this. Many people have experienced what you're going through, you just have to set. Boundaries. Boundaries became a game changer for the young star who seemed to learn early on what it takes many of us years to understand. Setting boundaries is an act of self love that serves as a reminder to yourself and those around you that your wants and needs also matter. A lack of boundaries was costing her peace of mind. Boundaries are the stepping stone of self-respect and thus teaching other people how to respect and love us. When we don't know our boundaries, it kind of becomes difficult to blame other people for what they may say or do. When I was a kid, I would just stop talking to people forever. A lot of those people didn't even know what they did. I was actually cutting off a lot of good people who love me and would want to know how to best be there for me. She also credited self-care practices as a cornerstone to allowing her to arrive in spaces as her best self and being more in tune with who she was on her best day instead of her worst. Through mindfulness, meditation, and stillness, negative self-talk is just one of the things her self-care gain has helped her overcome. I can say from my experience as a Black American woman, there's a lot of stuff that you have to choose to block out. And that's not you being passive, that's you paying attention to the goal. It's important to add practices in your life to help refuel you. Mindfulness, meditation, it allows the space for you to be objective to your thoughts. When I'm active in my practices, I'm able to catch myself much more quickly when I start to do bad self-talk. And when we're sometimes dealing with so many things in the world, we don't even realize all we need is a bit of stillness to help balance us back out. The part that I thought was really, really good was about setting and establishing those boundaries. So we talk about that a lot. It's almost like a buzzword at this point. Uh, my boundaries and my truth and, and and, and, and you know, my peace and, and stuff like that. But what does that truly mean? What does it really mean to have boundaries? So a little bit of a transparency. Um, in me having my first child, My husband and I, and still are okay because she's she's only 13 months at this point, but um, we were very guarded just about like having our first child just from different things going on. Um, we just wanted to make sure she was safe, we wanted to make sure she was good, especially like in the midst of COVID and whatever. We, want, we didn't want to share her online too much. Like, we wanted to be able to make those decisions. Um, and one of the things that I had to get through to my husband was that you get really defensive when people are like, yeah, like we haven't seen the baby. But guess what? That's just like a general thing. Like, just thinking about how people normally operate. It's normal for people to, um, kind of say, oh, hey, you know, can I see a picture? Because that's just like a normal human interaction. That's just a thing that happens, right? Because 9 times out of 10 people want to share all of the fantastic things that happen within their lives. And not that we didn't. Um, there was just a way in which we chose to do that that was not typical of what people normally saw. So in that itself, we were setting a boundary. Um But not everybody knew about that boundary, right? Like, not everybody knew that we just were not comfortable with certain things. So we had to communicate with them that we were not comfortable with certain things. Um, You know, and if then, after that moment, people decided that they were not going to respect those boundaries, then that's the time for you to take action. But I think sometimes we take action prior to having a conversation and prior to allowing people to... Respect you and do the things that you need and the things that you want Um, So I definitely think that this was super interesting because you might You might have done this in a friendship You might have done this in a relationship that really did not need to end It just needed a little shifting But you were not willing to um, have a conversation and say, oh, well, like this is not something I'm okay with This is not something I'm able to do and I think that um that definitely is important in adulthood as we grow up, as we get older, as we get more mature. Um, And really just having conversations that might be tough with the people we love and say, listen, this is not what I'm going to do. And if they decide that they're not going to listen to that, then you have to pray and make some decisions. Um, uh, But not a moment before. You, you ain't got to cut everybody off. You just got to let them know, what is and what is not. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'll be sharing a couple of mental health apps as well as some podcasts to just kind of get you into this new transition, this new season that we're in as we kind of move headfirst into the fall. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Oh.
6: <laughs> Brothers and sisters. I want to welcome you back to life back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter hallelujah how can it be
0: that you love the most un-
1: It's WFNK all day.
2: Hey, it's your girl Jacinth Headlam, actress and author of Love After. And guess what? You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 featuring my girl Brianna Afosu. Love you, girl. All right, all right. We're back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at K Radio. So as the seasons get ready to change, it's getting a little bit colder. We might be spending a little bit more time inside. You guys know I love to have some mental health chats here on Faith and Fashion 360. So as we continue to work on breaking mental health stigmas in our personal lives and families, we want to start by introducing resources that can help us find the community and the care we need to thrive. So I'm going to be sharing a couple of mental health apps that you can access right on your phone, right at the drop of just like a tap um, for for some resources, for some affirmations, for some small groups, just for some resources to um, help you feel your best. Um, And I know that I am a Christian millennial. Uh, but one of the things that I think is necessary is therapy. I think that um, you know, the Bible and therapy do not have to work against one another. They absolutely can work together. Um, so I'm just here to share a couple of resources. Most of these are free. Some of them have like an additional purchase option if you decide to kind of get like the premium stuff going on. But I have um, used a couple of these myself just in different transitions in my life. And I've found that the free versions are perfect and they work very well. Um, But again, if you decide that you need a little bit more, that's also available. So the first app is the Shine app. Shine is a Black-owned daily self-care app that offers a range of services, including guided meditations, morning inspiration texts, customizable mental health toolkits, and community forums. Um, So a little bit about them. Um, I thought that their values list was super, super interesting. So their values were fueled by our frustration. Our desire to disrupt the pricey, preachy, and privileged world of wellness is what gets us out of bed each morning. We own it. We don't take our power to make a difference lightly. We're proud when we get it right, and we're humbled by our learnings. Whether it's a high or a low, we own it. We go big and we go home. We practice sustainable ambition, amplifying our impact while taking care of ourselves along the way. We keep it 100. A 50/50 relationship means one of us can't have an off, one of us can't have an off day. We live by the 100 100 principle and meet our members and teammates all the way with proactive support and empathy. And last but not least, we find a way. We lead with solutions. We greet challenges as creative opportunities and trust our resilience to carry us through. Now, Shine is actually black owned. Um, it, it, it was started by, um, an African American woman and a half Japanese woman. Um, so really just kind of putting forth the effort, especially within those two communities to uh, continue to tackle mental health. Again, the stigmas that, that often come paired with them and really working to, um, make ourselves make ourselves better um the next one is liberate the black meditation app liberate is a meditation app designed for and by black people it offers a safe space for the black community to develop a daily meditation habit and they also have forums. They have different, um, sessions, whether it be 10 minutes long, 60 minutes long, just however much, um, you need. And one of the things that I truly enjoy about these apps, um, sometimes we think, that taking self-care and taking that time to do these things for ourselves have to be like this long, drawn-out, convoluted process. If you have five to 10 minutes just to anchor yourself before you start your day, before um, things really get to a place where you're not able to reel it in anymore, um, that that really can just kind of like make or break the next 12, 13 hours of your day. Um, and I had seen, there was this, it's like an older commercial. So, um, you had like on the one slot, you had a girl that started her day off with like, just like a sugary breakfast cereal. And on the other side, and I know that this was an ad and this was kind of what they were going for, but I think just like the overall thing was, um, was really poignant. And the, the, the person on the other side, she started her day off with a nutri bar. Now we know nutrigreen is like full of sugars and whatever, but I guess, you know, once you're putting those two things up against one another, if you're really trying to start your day off well and doing well, you know, that's one of the things that, that you can start off with. It's like a good breakfast. So she started her day off with a NutriGrain bar, and you just kind of watch them go throughout the next six hours of their day. And the chick with the cereal, I mean, it was Hot Mess Express, but the girl with the Nutri- Nutri- NutriGrain bar, she slid through traffic. She, um, you know, got a standing ovation at her presentation for the day. She was able to get her favorite machine at the gym. Like, just her day was perfect. So, you know, um, it, it, it just, you know, really kind of illustrates how much a little bit can really go a long way. Um, The next one is the Elevate app. The Black-owned Elevate app is giving people the tools to overcome adversity and manifest their best lives um, with bite-sized daily pieces of wisdom, guidance, and inspiration. Uh, the next one is Headspace. Now, Headspace is... I like Headspace. Headspace... Um, is an app designed to help make meditation easier and encourage healthy, happy, and mindful living habits. It's a great app for those new to meditation. Now, there is like this big conversation about meditating. I feel like it was more about like a yoga situation. But, um, you know, there's like this big conversation about meditation and, Um, like spirituality and, uh, you know, I think that y'all just be a little too holy. Um, but you know, the Headspace app is definitely one, like you get the different voices, you get the different, um, guided meditation, they definitely are an app that helps you, like you, you can get to sleep, you can get to, um, just, you know, pr- pretty much everything. Um, they said at Headspace, we see meditation as both a practice rooted in ancient history and a topic of modern science. This is why we are e- is equally committed to providing authentic expertise in meditation and also studying the science of meditation. Science has been an integral part of the Headspace business since day one. We recognize that the only way to know if we're achieving our goal of improving the health and happiness of the world is to measure it. Um, so, you know, they just talk about, um, you know, why, why it's important, why it's good to just kind of center yourself, why it's good to, and I think that more than nothing else, um, meditation is just a good way to, um, really be in control of your emotions, because unlike that nutrigreen commercial, yeah, you could have all the intentions to, to go and to start off the right way. But things happen, things arise and, and things come up. And I think the measure of who we are is just how we approach and deal with those situations. Um, the next one up here is the Safe Place. The so Safe Place is a Black-owned app created to bring more awareness, education, and hope to mental health in the Black community. So they have different things like inspirational videos, self-assessment questions, self-care tips, because y'all know I love it, um, mental health resources, informative articles, Um, and um, hashtag how black does it feel? And that's a new project that they, um you know, just launched as well. And the last one I have here is Health in Her Hue. This is a black-owned digital platform connecting black women and women of color to culturally competent healthcare providers, health content, and community. Now that one, I definitely wish I had before, that's okay moving forward that's definitely something I'm going to download um one of the things that I have been a huge advocate of and and again praise God for a really good um labor and delivery unit but that was one of the things that I was so apprehensive about in giving birth especially in this area because you know there, there there's African Americans but there, there's not you know um not where it matters for me in that moment. So um, that was one of the things that I had kept thinking about, just because there is such a gap still in the treatment of black people within a medical setting in the understanding of black people within a setting. Um, you know, so I think that that definitely is important. To know where to go and find those peeps, to know, um, how to access them and to really be able to get the care that you need, um, especially when it comes to your health because th- that is a lot of the reason why, um, we stay out of doctor's offices and we can't do that. Um, so just a couple of resources for you. I will go ahead and post that article and post some of those, um, you know, apps for you to go ahead and download again. All of them are available on both Android and iPhone. Um, When we come back, I'll be talking about a couple of podcasts that focus a bit on healing because, again... Um, you know, we find that as we go into the fall season, we go into this season where um, it starts to get dark a little bit earlier. The weather's colder. You got to wear different clothing. It's not like, you know, the sun's not shining as much. Um, we find that we're feeling different. And a lot of us are not 100% sure why. We don't know like where that feeling is coming from, how come I'm feeling this way. And I think that mindfulness and I think that proper use of our resources are definitely help to, to pinpointing some of those triggers and getting ourselves well. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360, get into some music, and we'll be right back.
6: promos no more photos no more logos no more chocos we on bezos we get payrolls trips to legos connect like legos make this final Make this, my eyes closed, burn false idols, Jesus, disciples, I can feel your pain now, I done bled my vein now, new level the game now, simulation change, no more problems, no more argue, no more asking who really are you, I know the real you, you know we feel you, you know he is you, you know we with you, straight from Beirut, Chicago, Beirut, Ukraine, we pray too, you pray, we pray too Never too late for him Save you, this show, movie Cause no one can play you Devil, lay down Devil, lay down This that level Make devils pray now Hold up, no peace Hold up, police Don't call police Just stay focused Pray for new life Pray for new breath Hey Lord, make sure it's safe for Who's left? No,
0: you can't find a place to rest No, up for my bullet Who When we survive, know that we bless Say my people, do the music Let it rock!
2: Tina Dixon Boo and you're listening to
6: WFNK all day sugar.
2: All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK radio. So if you're just joining me, I am in my mental health bag per usual. Um, I just finished giving you a couple of apps that are available on Android and iPhone for some mental health, self-care, meditation, uh, healing, just real quick. Um, But now I want to share a couple of books and podcasts that are focused on healing. Um, These are by some of your favorite influencers, doctors, people who have been featured in TED Talks. Um, And, um, you know, I think podcasts. I enjoy podcasts because um, I get to kind of listen at my own leisure. I don't have to worry that I'm never going to be able to hear it again, which we also do here at WFNK Radio. So if you're not following or subscribe to our Mixcloud page, make sure you do that because you're able to go back, listen to some old episodes of Faith and Fashion 360, hear some old um drops or sessions by some of our DJs here on the on the station and everything like that. Um from books to podcasts and TED talks, targeting healing, being more intentional in therapy regarding the areas that we needed more love, meditation, interactive workbooks on healing, etc. It definitely is important to um digest really good things. Um, every individual has a unique journey on this time here. But one thing we all go through is trauma. And the advantage we have in this generation is having access and an overload of information to healing. So here's a list um, of some really good books and podcasts that you definitely should check out. The first one here is On Purpose podcast by Jay Shetty. Um, his podcast started in 2019 and is the number one podcast globally in the wellness market. He covers uh, a multitude of topics consisting of steps on unlearning unhealthy habits, skills to raise your self-awareness, tips for combating imposter syndrome, coping with anxiety and depression, and relationship advice we can all definitely benefit from his wisdom um, as he has some modern day tools as well as some old school ones to cultivate a healthier and balanced you after the rain by Alexandra L Alexandra L is an author of four self-health books the host of the hey girl podcast and a speaker Um, after the rain is about um, you know, tender affirmations, she basically said that, um, you know, she kind of wrote this um, to highlight different areas of working through identity, validation, um, and um, just kind of, you know, she also opened up about acceptance and compassionate accountability that we all definitely could benefit from. The next one here is the Homecoming podcast by Dr. Thema. The Homecoming Podcast by Dr. Thema is a mental health podcast hosted by licensed psychologist and ordained minister, Dr. Thema Bryant. Her approach with uh, episodes highlighting unhealthy patterns like becoming more emotionally available, unhealthy attention seeking, increasing accountability, being open to feedback, commitment issues, and more. Um... And I think this one is really good because this is, you know, again, both of those sides of tackling some mental health things, tackling some unhealthy behaviors, as well as being um, a man or woman or God. Um, So this is definitely an excellent start for you to understand how God equipped professionals like Dr. Thema can give you the tools to be open to psychological transformation as well. And the last one I'm going to share is Clarity and Connection by Young uh, Peblo. Okay. Um, Young Peblo actually has a self-awareness page um, on Instagram. And then he actually uh, had just done an interview on Debbie Brown's podcast called Getting Closer to Home. So he is a meditator as well as a speaker, Clarity and Connection. Um, definitely talks a lot about emotional intelligence as well as exploring uh, self awareness, exploring attachment styles, and soothing our souls with being open to letting go what isn't for us and letting in what is for us. Pablo's approach is an unusual way of analyzing emotions, and he has a logical perspective on the depths of the most troubling yet fulfilling emotions we all experience. So, um, again, all of these people here are people of color. They might, uh, you know, have just some really good experiences on, you know, what they bring to the table on helping us to emotionally heal. Um, and just like what I was talking about before in, um, really getting to a place where we are listening to and digesting information from people who know. We get so much, um, input Most of it unsolicited from people who just would never walk in our shoes. People who have not done the work people who are not interested in ever doing the work. Um, And I think it's more important for us to follow and like and and get our news feed to look like the things that are going to help make us well. So I will share both the apps as well as the podcast and books for you to go ahead and digest. We're going to be coming up on some colder months soon. um, So I think it's definitely important for us to make sure that we are arming ourselves with um, not only the good book, not only the Bible, but definitely some um, things to to really um, shatter, uh, you know, some, some unhealthy habits and behaviors that we might have. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360, get into some music, and we'll be right back. All right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So this next one might be a little hard for me to digest and swallow, but in the effort to provide some information, provide some knowledge, and um, get some knowledge, because if somebody knows something, please help me, um, I will go on with the story. So the U.S. expulsion of Haitians may be the most wide-scale removal of migrants in decades. The U.S. government is expelling Haitians from Del Rio, a border town in Texas, flying them to Haiti and also blocking others from crossing the border from Mexico. This unprecedented move is indicative of what could be the start of America's swiftest large-scale expulsions of migrants or refugees in decades. Del Rio is in the southwestern part of Texas and is approximately 150 miles away from San Antonio. Over the past week, the migrant population there has surged. Mayor Bruno Lozano said more than 14,000 Haitians are camping out under a bridge and awaiting processing. This past weekend, over 300 migrants were flown back to Port-au-Prince, the capital of Haiti, against their will. Purportedly, the U.S. intends to speedily process the rest of the 12,000-plus population during the rest of the week. Worse, images have gone viral of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers on horseback, charging at Haitian migrants as they make their way across the southern border. A spokesperson from the Department of Homeland Security said in a statement, the agency does not tolerate the abuse of migrants in our custody and we take these allegations very seriously. Haiti has been devastated in recent months and is still reeling from a series, a series of overlapping crises, including the assassination of its president in July and an earthquake in August. In a news conference, Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz said, we are working around the clock to expeditiously move migrants out of the heat elements and from underneath this bridge to our processing facilities in order to quickly process and remove individuals from the United States, consistent with our laws and policies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just... Have you guys seen the images? Like, have you seen the images of Border Patrol on their horses with their whips looking like something out of the frickin' 1920s? Like, I, oh, man. Um, so anyhow, that is happening. And um, I, more so than that, am going to share a couple of resources that um, we can all kind of dive into to help Haiti uh, recover from some of the devastation that has continually plagued and plagued and plagued their nation. I mean, I again, I'm not, I'm not like a political gal myself. I don't get into um, you know a lot of of those conversations. But one one thing that I do think is very important is humanity and in in the the fair treatment of people, um, and I definitely am not seeing the fair treatment of people. Um, seeing images of little black girls that look like my daughter just does something to me. Um, so here are a couple ways to um, donate to Haiti, who again has been devastated on on you know multiple platforms. Um, and I again, I think you know one of the things that we want to do is definitely be careful to. One of the things I heard is not to necessarily put the aid towards like these super, super big foundations because, um, you're not 100% sure where your funds are going if, you know, the dollar out of the dollar that you donated is going to, um, assistance or going to relief. Um, so definitely doing your research, even on these resources that I'm providing is absolutely necessary. Um, you know, there, there is always that question in the back of your mind, but you want to make sure that your efforts are, are, you know, not for naught. Um, so the first one here is partners in health. Partners in Health um has been around for a while and has deep roots in Haiti. Um the organization definitely has a really good ability to mobilize quickly and effectively including in response to the 2010 Haiti earthquake. And they work with Haiti's Ministry of Public Health rather than trying to work around them. Um, The next one is Health Equity International. Health Equity International helped run St. Boniface uh, Hospital, which is a full-service hospital that's within an hour or so of the epicenter. The organization said it's using donations to keep the hospital fully operational to help care for earthquake survivors as well as covid 29 19 patients um next one hope for haiti hope for haiti works to reduce poverty in the country emphasizing education health care and economic opportunities to help their mission through donations the organization is hoping to support short-term and long-term relief efforts including supplying medical supplies and distributing home water filtration systems And the last one I'll share is the Ministry of Hope International. Uh, The Mission of Hope, the Mission of Hope International, sorry. The Mission of Hope International um, has had a presence in Haiti for decades and were key in the recovery and relief efforts back in 2010. The organization is already on the scene and based less than 50 miles east of of the Earthquakes Epicenter as well. Um, So I will go ahead and post that just so you can get a couple, uh, you know, more bits and pieces of information. If anybody is aware of any kind of local efforts kind of mobilized in order for us to do something for the people of Haiti, please, please, please DM me. um, Please private message me and share that information as I would love to share it with others. Um, You know, there are times and there are things that we are going to see that that we turn an eye to and this is absolutely not one of them um you're here with me at faith and fashion 360 when we come back we're going to try to end the show off on a on a better note facebook is paying off billions i don't think it's billions it's millions of dollars in unpaid invoices for black owned businesses i feel like that's dope and I mean, give me some. Um, so I'll share that as well as end the show off with a bit of a faithful moment. Just a tidbit that I have to share about some pop culture news. Um, and again, just kind of shifting our mindset on some of the things that we digest on social media, which say it with me is weird. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back.
0: Urban International Station From around the way WFNK All day My soul is waiting out for you I'm so in desperate need of you Oh, oh my lord My soul is waiting out for you I'm so in desperate need of you Oh, oh my lord you my craving, Woo. you are my only desire.
6: life. I'm not trying to insult you. But the Bible says sometimes we're so overwhelmed we don't even know the specifics to pray for. But thank God, it says the Spirit makes intercession for us. Somebody say thank God for the Spirit. When I don't know what to say, the Spirit speaks for me. Woo! So even if I just say
0: oh! The Spirit, yeah. This, I like that. Even if I say oh! will interpret
6: your own to god so it sounds like oh in the earth realm but in the
0: heaven realm he understands what your own means so right now let your voices sing oh
2: All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. Facebook is paying $100 million worth of unpaid invoices for Black-owned businesses. By paying the outstanding invoices, the Facebook Invoice Fast Track program gives time and money back to small business owners. There are not many other greater pains for entrepreneurs in chasing down payment for work provided, especially at a time when every dollar counts, particularly for Black-owned businesses disproportionately affected by the pandemic. To address the needs small businesses are facing with their cash flow, Facebook recently announced two new ways for diverse businesses to access capital more easily. Beginning October the 1st, eligible U.S.-based small businesses will have the opportunity to get cash immediately for the goods and services they've invoiced their customers instead of waiting the 60 to 120-day period it normally takes to get paid. Facebook will be funding $100 million in invoices on an ongoing basis. The Facebook invoice fast track program gives time and money back to small business owners that would have otherwise had to uh, take several weeks to get paid by their customers. The program is the latest effort by Facebook to build its relationships and long-term loyalty among small businesses, many of whom rely on the social network to place ads targeted to niche demographics who may be interested in their services. Per CNBC, businesses can submit outstanding invoices of a minimum of $1,000. And if accepted, Facebook will buy the invoice from the small business and pay them within a matter of days. I like that. Mm-hmm. The customer then pays Facebook the outstanding invoices at the same terms they had agreed to with the small business for Facebook, which gener- uh, generates nearly $86 billion in revenue in 2020, waiting for payments is much less dire than it is for small businesses. The $100 million commitment comes after Facebook initially launched a smaller form of the program last year. The company reportedly took action after discovering that many suppliers that use its site to boost exposure and reach targeted customers were facing challenges amid the COVID-19 pandemic. They said interested businesses will be able to start applying on October 1st after the program officially expands. That is fantastic. But let me talk to y'all who don't be liking to pay invoices. I mean, I'm just saying, I think that there is such a disparity between how we treat like these are larger corporations versus how we treat small businesses. Um, I had done. So I actually vended at the International Cultural Festival two weeks ago. And I noticed something. I noticed something. There is like this skill of haggling that rises up out of people, um, when they're dealing with a small business. Like everything's too expensive. Nothing is worth it. Um, and it, it just, it, I, I, I very rarely ran into a person who was like, oh, $10, yeah, cool. First of all, you don't even be with me shooting in the gym. Like the amount of time, the amount of effort, the amount of like creativity, the blood, sweat and tears. Emphasis on the tears. I'm just saying, I think um, respect your creators, respect your business owners, respect your entrepreneurs. Shouts to Facebook. That's fantastic. Um, When we come back, I'm going to be talking a little bit about some pop culture stuff. And I'm talking pop culture. Well, you know, I I like to talk pop culture, but I'm talking about this particular instance because um, I think that there is just kind of like a larger lesson that I saw. And um, I laugh, I'm I'm laughing just because (laughs) uh, we were having like, just like a quick phone conference um, for like some of our Sunday hosts for WFNK radio. And um, DJ Rich, shouts to DJ Rich. He's like right after Faith in Fashion 360. So make sure you stick around. Um, praise God, he is a COVID-19 survivor. Um, and one of the things he said, he was talking about how he had like lost all of this weight. So um, Mr. Bujuberto, he was like, oh, don't let Brianna turn that into a sermon. I was like, listen, make that work for your good make that work for your good with the enemy had for evil. So I can turn just about anything into a faithful moment, just about anything into a lesson. Um And DJ Rich went on to talk about how he, you know, was fitting into some pants that he couldn't get to fit for a while. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm just, there is, there's a silver lining in everything. Anywho, um, you know, there is a reality. I, don't, I, I wouldn't call her, A reality personality. She's a TV personality. Jeannie Mai is one of the co-hosts on The Real. She recently got married to rapper Young Jeezy. Jeezy to snow me. Don't look that up. Don't look that up. Um, So the reason why I wanted to mention this is because they just uh, revealed that they are getting ready to have a baby getting ready to have a baby. Um, and the reason why this is interesting is because a couple years prior to this, Jeannie Mai had spoken just on different discussions on The Real about how um, she had separated from her then husband because he wanted to have children and she did not. So they went on to get a divorce He went and did his thing. He he got into a new relationship and he had a baby very shortly after that. She was super supportive. She was very happy for him because that was not what she wanted. Fast forward a couple years, she has gotten married and found love again and is having a baby so of course you know that the social media critics had lots to say because i thought you didn't want to have a baby you went through a divorce you know now you you know you married for the second time you but 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 i'm gonna share a bit of a moment of transparency with you when we come back in regards to that i think that um god's timing is is always perfect and um you know sometimes he keeps us sometimes he keeps us from situations that we thought were going to work out for our good so i'll talk a little bit about that when we come back here on faith and fashion 360 make sure you're following me at faith and fashion 360 the radio show on facebook get into some music and we'll be right back
4: what's good josh your boy Sia, and you're locked into
6: northeast pennsylvania's premier urban radio station wfnk radio home for new hip-hop and
4: r artists
6: Won't be in bondage to any man. John 8:33. We did the descendants of Abraham. Yea, you be made free. John 8:36. <Xing Justin Sun> to whom the Son set free is free indeed. He say the wretch like me. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Don't wake up, with Judas kissing makeup, even with the bitter cup, forgave my brothers a drink up, did everything but gave up, stabbed my back, I came front, still we win, we prayed up, even when we die, we raise up, ain't no wantin', no we need it, the powers that beat have been greedy, we need ours by this evening, no white flag or no treaty, we got the product, we got the tools, we got the minds, we got the youth. Going wild, we on the loose. People is lying, we are the truth. Everything old should now become new. The leaves be green, bearing the fruit. Love God and our neighbor as written in Luke. The army of God,
0: and we are the truth. <laughs>
2: All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. Jeannie Mae Jenkins and her husband, Jeezy, <laughs> I don't know why I pronounced her name like that, but um, the couple who wed in March announced on Monday that they are expecting their first baby together following a miscarriage earlier this year. The Real co-host, 42, shared a video in which Jeezy helped find their baby's heartbeat using an at-home ultrasound machine. Um, she told Women's Health that Jeezy and I have been kind of saving this and hiding this for five months and that they were relieved to finally share the news. Um, he's already adapted to children and he and I had been trying for a baby since last year. She told Women's Health that she found out she was pregnant a month before their wedding, then suffered a miscarriage. She said, I wondered if I was being punished. I wondered if I jinxed myself or cursed myself. My entire life, I never wanted children. When I say never, I'm talking a hard stop, never. Falling in love with Jeezy made me see my life differently for myself. Our love is honest, pure, and safe. Um so I wanted to talk about this just real quick. Just real quick. Just real quick. So there was um just kind of a lot surrounding this. And and what I'm going to say is less about the people and just more about the lesson within it. I have been married since 2018. Yep, 2018. Lord see, I've been married since 2018 and prior to that, <clears throat> my husband and I were together for maybe about six, seven years, a couple of them was on and off, whatever, I was young, we were hard-headed, you know, just just the typical stuff that goes on. Um, I have said, and I had said all the time, prior to meeting my husband, I was not interested in marriage. I was not interested in getting married. I was not in. I didn't have a wedding book like the typical woman has. Like, I just, I was not interested in it. That wasn't something I saw myself doing. I didn't see myself married. I didn't see myself with kids. And now I'm just head over heels in love. Like, ugh, I could gag it uh, a little. I could throw up a little. I think that, you know, what was interesting to me about this is she had been married before. She had been um, in a relationship before that I'm sure she thought was, was forever. And she had some things that she was not flexible or movable on. And then she met somebody else who really opened her eyes up to really what, um, a love could be and what a purpose could be and, and, and things like that. And I think that this is just important because sometimes we're in situations where we feel like, um, A specific thing is supposed to be birthed out of it. Something specific is supposed to happen out of this. And God didn't allow that to happen. And that didn't happen in this space because you didn't have the right environment for it. You were not in the right environment. He wasn't able to fully grant you the desires of your heart because there were certain things that he needed you to do and move around from. Some of them that were super, super painful. Some of them that were you know, kind of hard to get away from. And he was waiting for you to do that in order to truly bless the things that you wanted. And sometimes there are things that we we want or things that we think we want that do not serve what we truly can be. Um, So I know like for on the outside, it just kind of looks like, oh, wow, like that doesn't make sense. You just changed your mind. But let me tell you, God is a God of timing. God is a God of of perfect peace. And he's always going to make it work out. He's always going to make it work in the way that it needs to work. Um, So whether sometimes that breaks your heart, whether sometimes that means losing some things. He's got like a bigger teddy bear for you. He's got a bigger business. He's got a healthier, less toxic relationship. He's he's got something that you never wanted. I mean, listen, I what I have now and my husband and, and in my first child, I would not trade for the world. But ten years ago, you could not tell. Ew, husbands, kids, what? Get thee behind me. But now, oh, it's lit. So, just you know, don't allow whatever situation. Don't want to allow whatever space you're in now to um, take you away from what could happen. Never say never to anything. Because you never know a guy got up his sleeve. Um, so thank you for joining me here at Faith and Fashion 360. I pray you guys have walked away feeling knowledgeable, feeling more encouraged and more motivated to go forth with your week. Make sure you stick around for the rest of our Sunday night lineup. Make sure you're following me on Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show for all of the articles and stories tonight. And make, make sure you fa- uh, come back next week, same time, same place. As always, happy Sunday, and good night. So
0: this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. And all the things I've been through. All the things I've been through. So this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. <sighs> Let's get it. I'm hey, filling my notebook with
6: This, 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 this little letter of mine I'ma let it shine, I paint nobody no mind Cause when I was down and out, you came through And when I had nobody else, I had you So know that when I ball, you fall too Know that when I fly, you fly too And know that when we swag, we swag out Haters hitting, they cancel, they pass out Look we're that's trying to fit around hope Trying to turn gas rooms into home sweet home With my best against the wall I had no one Father you held me and called me your own This is the reason I know I belong Never feel me yet you're holding me strong This is the reason I know I belong Never feel me yet you're holding me strong Say so This is my thank you to you This is my thank you to you See all of the things I've been through All of the things I've been through so this is my thank you to you This is my thank you to you See all of the grace I've been through Hey
0: This is my thank you My thank you to you All the things
7: you are All the ways you are
0: So happy, so happy. I never knew I'd be so secure